Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the podcast where we keep it real to real. Testify! Sorry, I had to. It's been in my head all day. Testify. 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 State your needs. We watched another music movie, obviously. Um, I'm leading this one because it's one of my favorites, even though it is technically Joss's month. Mm. I think she wants me to uh, to run this one so she can eat more fried chicken. It's going to be fine. Anyway. Does that mean you'll switch a date in your month? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. We'll figure something out. Probably. I'm still not sure what I want to do for my month yet. Because we, we've done a we've done a kaiju month uh, too recently, so i got to figure something else out. Anyway, Repo the Genetic Opera is what we watched today. And uh, since that's what they tell us to in the song that we started this opera shit, we're going to state our names, starting with... I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Kaz. And I'm also confused. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. All right, so gonna go kind of with our normal standard um this side of the table nope I, never seen i've this. never seen it before no. i think i started trying to watch <clears throat> it once years ago and then i noped out pretty quickly because i'm like oh it's a music it, can, it sounds cool oh the music is cool the the meter is a little off in the songs you kind of have to get used to it if like I need to know your definition of song in this case. It is. <laughs> there is so much uh, sing talking because, because it's an opera. It's, it's a it's an it's a rock opera, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's supposed to be. It's weird because I don't it's, think they did that in Tommy though, did they? No, but some parts they did. It's it's <sighs> this movie is weird in the sense that it was. Talk singing, like, which is what you do in a in a musical play. Which is what Repo was, was initially. Initially, because yeah. it was originally yeah. a Repo, play. Repo it was, was a, stage a stage play. play. Yeah. And so it was originally one of those that you're supposed to sing talk at people. And then they did it for the movie, and it just comes off like, uh, "Hey, Roddy ain't even bothering. He can't sing for shit." That's the truth. It's just and like it's because they, they used yeah. real actors, and mm-hmm. some of the actors. Now, again, this month was supposed to be people who could act, who sang their own parts in the movies that they were in, and they did, and they did. And but they used actual actors in this. Now they used yep. Anthony Stewart Head. Who can sing? Who was who was a who was great proven that he can? Yes, yeah. who, was a, who was a great singer. Yeah. They used Sarah Brightman, yeah. who was, can sing. Yeah. They used uh, Paris Hilton, Paris who Hilton, can sing. Who has an actual voice? Holy yeah. crap! Who's actually? I, got, I gotta give credit where credit's due. She actually she, was really good. Yeah, she did she a good a job. I mean, yeah, she, granted, she's playing a uh, over entitled heiress. Wow, what yeah, stretch. stretch yeah, not, right, yeah, yeah. Not, not real hard for her to do, but yeah, it, she did very well. But, like the the people who made this movie didn't want to uh, didn't want to cast her initially because they thought it was gonna it would be seen as stunt casting. Yeah. But you know, she insisted on coming in. She's like, at least let, let me, me audition. It. Let me try. Yeah. She and she. She fucking blew them away. And they're like, you know what? Yeah. You're Amber Sweet. Or would would be Heather Sweet, because is the character's name in the play. Two characters had their names changed. Luigi is actually Lucci in the play. (laughs) And uh, Amber Amber is Heather in in the play. I gotta say, Luigi just makes it, the name Luigi just makes it hilarious, because I immediately think of stupid... Luigi memes like Mama Luigi exactly <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the Luigi death glare which kind of works for this version of Luigi because uh, he'll stab you he'll stab you 
I can't take a name like Luigi seriously anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's true. <laughs> I don't know if anyone can. Yeah. I know a Luigi. I know a Luigi from my old uh, mail route. He was yeah. a dog. Yeah. So. Oh, Luigi. Yeah. Um, and then you have Roddy, who's played by Paul Sorvino. Um, Paul Sorvino, and yes, Roddy Largo. And he, yes. yeah, and that man cannot sing. <laughs> yeah, that's no. why it was so. It's, it that's made, what kind yeah. of and that kind of. He can it. kind of. He can kind of warble yell. He warbles. Yeah. yeah. But he, yeah, the man can't sing. Um, and uh, but I think he didn't even try. That would no. explain. That would explain why the why the song "Gold" is the only one I can actually sing. Now here's the because deal. Because it's sung by somebody who can't sing. Now here's the deal. I think they brought him in because of his presence. Yeah, the I mean, man has a, a presence. Yeah, he's a he's a mafioso actor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, think, I, I, I saw him. I saw Goodfellas right, right away. Yeah. I did think he had the appearance of somebody that could be in. In a Charles Dickens book, which made sense with the whole Victorian yeah. Gothic meets, uh, meets cyberpunk, mm-hmm. right? It's a very That's kind right. of it's a very kind of unique feel yeah. that this that this that whole they're going world for, goes for. Yeah. and that's I think they got the presence right for yeah. him. But again, oh, yeah, but the whole the, the voice, yeah. no. But again, they're going for people who are using their actual voices, which is why I kind of wanted to do this movie because. Right. He did his own voice. Yeah. Didn't say he sang well. Yeah. I just said that he the, used the, his own voice. I think apparently the only person in this movie who had a singing voice ADR'd over them was apparently Marnie, which I don't know at what point she actually sings. Uh, but the, apparently the Marnie's when, uh, singing voice. During the, the uh, Sarah Brightman coming yeah. in. Um, was yeah, she the hologram? Yeah, yeah, the hologram. The, they're projecting uh, out of the eyes. All right, I fair couldn't enough. tell yeah. if that was supposed to be Marnie. I just it assumed that. Yeah. yeah, that's Marnie. Can't yeah. really. And no. that's the only time she actually sings. And to me, that particular point, I don't see an actress there anyway. So, right. no. I, and someone just there for AVR, the silent film version. Whatever. Yeah. To me, that's not actually a, an actress singing in, in the part right there to begin with. So, I don't necessarily count that. <laughs> hey, but, the Repo Man, he was Giles from Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. I'm like, he, oh my god, I, I just feel like he should be mentoring a vampire slayer. That's, that's like, okay, that was... Yeah. Turned out but to be it kind of made was, sense once I put that together. I'm like, okay, you could see Giles doing this. Yes. What, well, murdering was, people? And, yeah. Yeah, it's a thankless job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, um, when I first saw this movie, I saw this movie, this movie came out in 2000 and... I think it was 2008, eight? I thought. Yeah, 2008. We saw this movie in 2009, so we saw it, like, almost immediately after it came out. And we saw it on DVD, thanks to our friend Liza, who she's yeah. been on the show before. Right. And then, and then um, I got a hold of a copy from Blockbuster <clears throat> where I was working. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, like... We saw it when it first first came out, and I fell in love with it immediately because my inner goth kind of just screamed. Because <laughs> it's like someone pureed Marilyn Manson and Tim Burton. That's kind of why I liked it. Honestly, smeared it on a lens. The only unfortunate thing about it is uh, the guy Robert. who plays <laughs> the guy who plays Grave Robber, Terrence Ter- Dedunich, one yeah. of the one of the writers of the play. One of the writers of the play looks almost identical to <laughs> my ex boyfriend. <laughs> So, I was with, with someone I was with for five years, so that's the only downside to this movie. He did look like a sexy vampire type. Yeah, but I, I, it's one of those things where I look at it and it's so, like, yeah. I really like this movie, and I really like his character, I just wish he looked like someone else. <laughs> now, Grave, 
the movie starts off with great with well confusingly not with grave robber it starts off with some comic book scenes oh yeah giving us the general background it is the not too distant future next sunday ad wait no i mean 2056 um, there's also something else I want to point out, that there was wow. another movie that came out really close to this movie called Repo Men. Yes. That's almost identical to the premise of this movie. Maybe but that's what I tried says. to watch. Yeah. No, but nobody I, I, I thought, that, I thought that was it. That has, yeah. that has Jude <clears throat> Law in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, you know, about repo men who go out and repo people's organs yeah. and stuff. Well, see, I, that's got to be like the... Because that one I saw. That's got to be the Armageddon Deep Impact or, or right. Dante's Peak and, and have Volcano have kind of thing. Bugs where they just Life kind of, and Ants. Yes. yes. That, yeah. that one doesn't have people singing at you. Yeah. No. And that one is a futuristic, very clean-cut movie, yeah. whereas this one's the dirty, This one's gothy... Yeah, kind of futuristic, but everything's Dirty and yes. gross. Yes. Yeah. So cyberpunk. Yes. yes. Yeah. But exactly. Victorian gothic a little yeah. bit. Right. It's like and Futurama of, meets idiocracy. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And instead of robot parts, everyone just has parts that have been regrown for them. Yeah. Because a plague of organ failures uh, swept the planet. So specific. Millions <laughs> died. Yeah. And from the ashes of the chaos, a company called Geneco arose, who had come up with Jingo. a way to... <laughs> Uh, to basically make organs and new limbs and eyes and, and pretty much spines, anything. Anything yeah. that you can grow, essentially. That would not reject in your body. Which is amazing if you think about it. Yeah. yeah. And in order to spread their... Big Evil Corporation? Of, well, I'm not going to call it Big Evil yet because at the very beginning... It's a miracle. It is a miracle. And they they do the financing thing to help people actually get the surgeries they need. Well, do they do it out of the goodness of their hearts? A little a little bit at first, but Roddy goes bad fast. It's big pharma, baby. Yeah. Roddy Largo is the owner and creator of Gene Co. He has figured out a way to cure the world. You know, basically, he can regrow your organs, your kidneys, your bones, your, anything you need. Human. Yes, <laughs> such plentiful organs. <laughs> I I would have liked to have seen the electric tombstones from that one episode of Invaders in the background of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got the the million dollar man Ted Ted DiBiase's like. Everybody's uh, got a price. price. It's in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's gonna pay. Sorry, that's in my head. That shit lives rent-free in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I can't remember important things. Like, yeah. I can't figure out how to program. I-, I can't make websites outside of something like Squarespace. But you know what? Not a sponsor. It's not a sponsor. <laughs> not, a sponsor. But, <laughs> not a sponsor, but it's who I use for 4041. Yeah. But... I can remember Ted, the the million dollar man Ted DiBiase's theme, theme song, song perfectly because it's playing in my head and I'm trying to make it stop so I can think. Sorry, <laughs> but that's this is like <clears throat> you know that that's the theme song that's playing right now in my head during this particular Money, part. money, 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 money. Yep. Um. So but yeah, that's that's. Uh, that's what's going on in this world. Yeah, so Jinko comes along, basically saves the world, and, and then people, after some time... 
People, people finance their organs. Finance their their bones or their kidneys. You know, for every market a submarket grows, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, they also come out with Zydrate, this uh, this wonder drug. This absolute wonder drug. Um, <coughs> Oxy's. Yeah, but Oxy doesn't glow, and you don't pull it out of a dead person's nostril. That's also very but true. Yeah, that made no. I mean, I guess it makes. I, it's I, that, I, the half life of Zydrate. It's, it hangs out in the brain, and uh, they they extract the black market stuff from there. So someone like Grave Robber can sell it because mm. he's not an official Zydrate salesman. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that dresses like a vampire. That yeah, dresses like a vampire and has no concept <laughs> of stealth. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm gonna. I have a okay. question about that when we get to that. <laughs> now that's the the thing with Grave I Robber. Have a theory about. Yeah. The thing with the thing with Grave Robber to remember is he's he's there and he's he not there. He is a character, but he is not. He is the Greek chorus. He is there, he is not there. Mm. He is He's the narrator. He's the narrator. He's the Greek yeah. chorus. He's he's yeah. everything there like at one like during uh Zydrid Anatomy. Yes. Yeah. He's the one that provokes Amber to get all pissed off yes. and then blame Shiloh. So she'll yell so she'll yell at Shiloh. Yes. It's that kind of thing. That's my idea about uh the whole yelling thing. Unless he was in on this whole uh get her uh caught thing for the I don't fucking know, man. Was... He's he's the Greek chorus. He's the narrator. Of course he was, because it's okay, not time for her to be out yet. That does say something. Is when he screams like "I rob" and then leans back, screams "Rage," and, and I'm like, um, "You dumbass!" You know, <laughs> you know. My thought was he's either an idiot, or this is some kind of musical trope, or. He's trying to throw her under the bus so he can make an escape. Yes. Or, yes to all three. Yes. Or, I'm adding a fourth, hmm? it's his first day. What? <laughs> He's really, really bad at it. Yeah. He's like, wait, I'm not supposed day. to yell. No. Yeah. Wow. Oh, no. oh, my God. I'm so happy. Sorry, I found the unemployment line. Ironically, I had to sell my kidney once. <laughs> it's more. So, it's yeah. It's more of he's doing all three. He's he's yeah. doing things so, on purpose. Anyway, let me just finish up the setup. So yes. Jinko employs repo men who will be sent out to reclaim Jinko's property if you fall behind on your payments. He's basically okay. doing my job. Mm-hmm. Question on okay. this. So. Yes. My business brain took over at this point. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when I looked at it, I did a little research on this, and I'm looking at organ transplants and live uh, organ donation. It's mm-hmm. a future. I know, have a- I know it's a movie. No, But no. look at what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, they have a... If they're repoing organs, they probably have a way to retransplant them into somebody else. I got something here. Yes. So, Go ahead. so you got this. So with live organ transplants, when this happens, you know, first off, they pull, I get the point, okay, like it's just to intimidate people to keep, you know, the payments going. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you default on your payments, the repo men come after you and yes. you're dead. Okay. 90 oh. day delinquent gets your repo treatment. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I'm in. But... Are they reselling these organs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're and universal. Ah, but <laughs> yeah, they're they're universal. They will like it yeah. will the, like the, the technology yeah. behind it so, is it won't reject. So live organ donation would be because with live organ donation, mm-hmm. granted it's the way it is right now, mm-hmm. when you pull an organ from somebody, a, a cadaver or person who is about to die is kept out of ventilator so blood can roll through the organs. Mm-hmm. The or, the 
Well, in order to keep the organ alive, and then what happens is the vessels are sealed. So the vessels are sealed up, the organ is alive, and then immediately transported. I know to where the you're going person. with this, and I know what you're going so with. So when you see the repo man and he you're... immediately slashes the throat of somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, there it's only for certain things though. And they if you see what happens in the warehouse, because there is a scene in the warehouse because they remember they're... who you are. That's um, all? No. It's Which when warehouse? um it's when um, uh, Luigi and... Um, oh, right. Mark it up? Yeah, mark it up. The mark it up song. Gino, stop. The mark it up song, they're weighing organs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's only specific organs that they're weighing. The brains and the hearts. Brain, the brains and the hearts they're, and the kidneys. They're, uh, yeah. they're weighing. Yeah. The ones that they can resell, essentially, are not organs. They can resell the bone structures of things like uh, spines, because there's there are. If you notice the the spine that he pulls out of uh, (laughs) that the repo man when he's talking to Shiloh, there's a barcode on that spine. Uh, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Yeah. there's only certain ones that they can resell, and then he shrink wraps it, and he shrink wraps (laughs) it, puts it it in his bag. (laughs) So the other organs, it's like keeping it fresh. Yeah, the other organs they can't. They just repo them. Because Roddy is like, well, fuck you. Well, fuck you denied you. me my money. Because I'm going they to can deny just you your regrow life. other organs because mm-hmm. that's that's what they do. They they yeah. can because they're Ro- genetists. Because Roddy can, Roddy is evil yep. and petty. Yeah. They can just grow yeah. the, they can just grow more. Well Roddy is definitely evil, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he may he may have had good yeah. intentions when Geneco first started, yeah. but he went evil very quickly. Now yeah. doesn't he sound very familiar like an ex president? Weird. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Weird, except well, Paul yeah. Servito still has all his hair and it's not a piss, it's not a piss scent. No, he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. I'm trying to call I know Paul Servito. I know. He I know. readjusts. He puts his actual hair back on. Nobody's got their hair. Okay? <laughs> Alexis Pena Vega doesn't have her hair in this one. I know. Well, yeah. I'm confused why Shiloh doesn't... Uh, I mean, okay, she went out for... She went Why through okay. She went through the tunnels outside of her house to her mother's grave. There's, a, mother's there's a tunnel that leads she directly seems, to her mother's. She grave. goes there to sit and hang out with her mom because she's a goth kid. So of course she's going to hang out in a graveyard. And she doesn't have anywhere else to go. And there's a glowing blue bug because of course she's a she's a goth kid and she's going to collect bugs because this is basically a Tim Burton movie <laughs> with tits in it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, and blood. Lots, lots, and, and lots, lots of, of blood. blood. So yeah, but she's... so do some Tim Burton movies. Has anybody else seen um? Oh, what the hell's the name of that movie? Oh, Sweeney Todd. Thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about I that. I thought I thought it, you know yeah. he did the throat slit thing. I'm just like death becomes her. <laughs> that wasn't Tim Burton, no. was it? <laughs> but but then when Shiloh gets back, she seems confused. Like she thought she well, she, like she. I don't know because her dad said she must have been dreaming, or I don't mm-hmm. know. Yes, but somebody, then... so somebody, turn up these gas lights mm. in this room. That's what's going on here. He's straight up gaslighting her. Yes. So is she trying to admit to him that she got out of her room? No, she she got out, but he makes her think that she wasn't out. Well, oh. he very quickly remedicated her. Yes. So he basically roofied her and brought her home. Yeah. And made she, her think she had she, just dreamed it all. She passed out because she didn't take her medicine. Mm. Which her medicine is, is not poison, medicine. essentially. Mm. He's been he's, he's been, been munchausing her. 
this whole time. Munchausen by proxy. And she yeah. forgives him very quickly, which, well, at that point, there's a reason for she's it. She's also but. in... She's also in deep, deep shock at that point, because I also want everyone to remember, who watches this movie, this movie happens in a day. Yeah. This All movie, of this happens in, in a day. About 36 that, hours, yeah. this whole movie happens in, in very quickly. That is surprising, because I didn't catch that. Yeah. Well, they, at, from the very beginning, they keep talking about how Blind Mag's final performance is tonight at yeah. the Genetic Opera. Tonight, right. tonight, tonight. And everything ends... At the opera, right Tonight. after Blind yeah. Mag's final performance, yeah, because yeah. they start, they start, um, like, essentially advertising this show. Shiloh goes out of the house. the whole The whole thing starts beyond the comic. Yeah, the whole thing starts with Shiloh getting out of the house and yeah. going to her mother's grave. And she's wearing a gas mask because. We're goth kids, of course. We have gas masks. Well, it was because of the, this mysterious blood disease. The that disease. Never gets yeah, she's she now. She you, thinks she's. She she's thinks very she's sick. sick. Shiloh thinks she's sick. She's got. She's been convinced that she's got this blood disease and she's very ill. That she inherited she, from her mother. Yes, that she's inherited from her mother and that she's, um, she's not supposed to go outside because outside. Not only is she sick, but outside is is going to poison her outside even is, worse. Outside is dangerous. It's, there's there's people. There's out people there. outside, <laughs> and so I feel like she should have realized. Early, I feel like there should have been more like a to that lie. You know, well, like a, it's all it's, she's ever known. If she's only out, this will happen. Well, remember, she's only seventeen. Mm-hmm. You know, she's freer than sixteen. She's only 17 years old. She's really had nobody else in her life but her father. Yeah, yeah she literally um, has no the, Her concept. entire outside world to her is just beyond her, essentially her... Her barred her window. Bed, yeah, her yeah. bedroom window. Where she could see the world. Did she have a telescope in there, too? She has yes. a telescope. She yeah. has a television. But Ooh, what if it turned into a rear window? Essentially, that's kind of what happens. To be honest, I want to get that rear, rear win- window. The genetic. Yeah. I want to get that rear window board game. There is yeah. a board game that's out. That's it's, a so, it's, a, it's a social deduction game kind of thing. Yeah, so I, I want to get. We should, it. I'm we super do this intrigued. And play that, yes. Um, but she she has figured out a way to sneak out of her house, um, and get into her mother's crypt because there is because a, a there are, way there are like half a dozen secret secret passages out of this house yes yeah. some of the them she does least. not know some yeah. of them she does know the one behind the fireplace yeah. leads to a to a death dungeon okay which that must be very well soundproofed which oh, yeah. I gotta say like you know that's that's something I, I don't know if we ever said this off mic before or on <laughs> mic but I have always wanted a secret room in a house. I, yeah, we have talked about this. Yeah, yeah. like I just, if I were ever to win the lottery, I want one yeah. too. I'm not. Go- I don't want like a giant fancy mansion. I don't need yeah. super expensive cars. I just want a decent car, maybe a raised ranch, and my one crazy person thing. My one crazy rich person thing will be in the basement in one of the rooms. There'll be a bookcase, and on that bookcase is a green book that says greed. And you pull that book, and it opens up into a lair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally, totally agree. But I saw this, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you got me. And it was one of those suddenly ninjas moments. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like and I'm okay, back, baby. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> you know, never mind the fact that you got, like, you know, he's got pictures of his wife uh, and like the, ho- the, the hollow pictures. Yeah. They look like old. Yeah. Little tiny yes, portraits, yeah. but they mm-hmm. were also yeah. holograms that it, were black and white. So. Yeah, when you have the reveal that he's the repo man, I'm like, okay, I'm in this. And I thought to myself, yeah. he's got a sex doll. 
Mm. <laughs> he must. It's not, it's not that bad. He, he's got a... Why, he's, why sex doll? Why not just Frankenstein some... You know, well, yeah, well, exactly. There's, there's you know? the mannequin that he has Marnie's old uh, dress on that uh, yeah. that, um, that Shiloh, Shiloh steals at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we find out that... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we find out that Nathan Wallace, who is Shiloh's father, is also the Repo Man. Well, yeah, yeah we're jumping way ahead, though, because we've... Well, we I've been trying, and we just keep going in different well, directions. Well, I'm, try- I'm trying to head there right now, because okay. Shiloh, Shiloh, you know, Shiloh? Gets, is your into, name Shiloh? gets into her mother's crypt, sees this glowing blue bu- blue bug. She, you know, she collects bugs because there's nothing else to do in her house. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because goth kid. Yep. She gets out of the, um, the crypt... And that's when she meets um, grave robber, our grave robber, yeah. who is our narrator and yeah. uh, a drug dealer, and um, and immediately gets her a vampire. Yeah. Yes. and immediately gets her into trouble. And yeah, because yeah, you know he ex- basically starts to sing um, what he does. He had a nice voice though; sounded vaguely familiar. Mm. He does. Yeah. He has a, he has a deep voice. Yeah, when he goes deep, it's yeah. It sounds he's he, he's done other uh, other things <laughs> like the um, <laughs> the movie that came out after this one um, in basically from the same people. What the hell was it called? Carnival. The Devil's Carnival. Devil's Carnival. I didn't really jive with that. One. I, I didn't either. I tried to I watch it. Heard it, of it. It, yeah. it's. I tried to watch it. I didn't get into it. It's neither here nor there, but. He basically starts describing what he does, um, which is... Because it's, it's his job. To steal yeah, and to rob. To steal and rob. Graves. Graves! Yeah, he basically, you know... You're tearing me apart, Graves. <laughs> <laughs> there, is a, there is a bit of a Wiseau vibe. Yeah. Just a little, Just a little bit, bit with this guy. But he, uh, yeah, he shoves a needle up dead people's uh, nostrils and, you know, extracts this bright blue goo, essentially... Which is... Into a little glass vial. Uh, a little glass vial? A little glass vial. I think vial. that's the only song I'm going to remember from this. Zydrate Anatomy. It is... That it is, is probably the most popular song, song from it. It is the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's basically uh, street Zydrate, which mm-hmm. is, you know, essentially the most addictive drug on the planet. Because it works fucking instantly and flawlessly. And it gets you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, because it helps people, A, get you fucked up, but it takes pain away, Mm. you know? And a lot of people learn a lot of pain for multiple reasons, but Mm. people who go through surgeries, and people have surgeries a lot in this world. Because surgery is a fashion statement in this world. this was the most interesting concept of the whole thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel feel like just the random people you see around, though, they don't really... Look, look like it though. Yeah. Well, well, it's not necessarily always what's on the outside either. It's yeah. like they have designer bits and bobs. Yeah. Like uh, during the song, <laughs> yeah. during we started this opera shit. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the alcoholics like I needed a kidney transplant. Or like the liver, like, I need a I liver need a transplant. transplant. Now I can drink all I want. Yeah, it's can, it's like that. Can you back up just a second? Say sure. designer what? Bits and bobs. Bits and bobs. Adam and Eve's the best part of the <laughs> thing at home. Play at home. 
Just a perfect. bit for our sponsor, because that was just a perfect segue that yes. I tried to fish in. And Hell yeah. <laughs> you weren't that in there. Um, use adamandeve.com, offer code MTTM to get half off of anything you purchase, plus so a bunch of gifts and everything else for you. Just as a thank you for uh, sponsoring the show. It certainly helps us out. Remember, it's offer code MTTM at checkout at adamandeve.com. Yes. And, yeah, and you gotta and you gotta imagine there's just yeah in a, in a world where surgery happens yeah you're you're done with surgery and you're back on the street in under an hour yeah. you gotta met and it's like major surgery that changes the very structure of your face yeah. and you're back out in the street yeah. you gotta imagine what other bits yeah. you're doing operations on well that also was like I think I said that was the the, the most interesting concept was surgery as a commodity. Yep, yep. And as a design. And it was like one point where a girl was like, when I was 13, I had my first surgery. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it was a prostitute later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and she says within a month I was turning tricks. Yeah. yeah. One of the hydrators. Yeah. Yep. You know, to keep paying Thanks for exposition lady. Yeah. <laughs> that's, but that's yeah. just it. She was, you yeah. know, she had her first surgery. What are you doing to have surgery at 13? What are you trying to do? Now, it's one thing. Thing, I had my you, first surgery when I was four. But that's just yeah. it. If you require surgery for yeah. something, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're this going is, for surgery for no reason yeah, other yeah, than yeah. it being cosmetic. Yeah. These are implied to be elective cosmetic deals. Yes. Yeah. So. It's like, are you going yeah. for a nose job because yeah. you don't like the shape of your nose? Are you going for breast augmentation because you feel that your breasts are too small? Yeah. Like, like, are you going in to, or get, are you your, going to get your wedding tackle uh, fixed up and you're just looking on the screen going, no bigger? Yeah. Bigger. Right. No. No, bigger. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Or are you going because... A little you... bit more. <laughs> A little bit more. It's Yeah. yeah. It's like, or are you going because you have an actual you know problem? Is there something yeah. wrong? This is, those are two completely different scenarios. We're, so, we're going to get the pneumatic package. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's my that's my point. Is like uh, this it's implied yeah. with her anyway that she's going for surgery for no reason. Right. And she went because it was elected <laughs> and then a month later she's turning tricks because she's going for more surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. I would think there'd be more people with more weird, interesting things like I'm gonna turn my face into a cat face. Like yeah. this cat, and that's died. a possibility. Whoa. And the chances are there are people in this world who are like that. They probably That's where I got the example from. Yeah. I forgot yeah. his name. And there are probably people who have digitigrade legs at this yeah. point. They probably have tails. They probably have we just don't. whiskers. We just didn't see them. Or the the, you know, the lizard guy with all the tattoos and no, all like the lumps. Yeah. 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 Like that kind of okay. that they kind might of have thing. actually they may have been yeah. in the background. We just didn't see Maybe. them or we weren't paying attention. Just, I feel like... Is there a lighter version of this movie? I want to see that. <laughs> I just the, feel like the movie is very dark, yeah. both in Literally. tone and in actual lighting. <laughs> Until you get to... I'm not sure where the tone is going when you get to like the parts with the ca- cartoon sound effects. <laughs> but I don't want to jump ahead. Too get into much. the world, into the into the place with the with the cartoon sound effects and the piss filter because everything's yellow. Everything. Yeah. There's there's I, reasons for that though. That's, okay, that's usually uh, for tone and and. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I assume the the uh, turned up the darkness to make it look more like a comic book. Yeah, yes. more more contrast yeah. to get like the um like it, like a bad Photoshop filter a little bit. It like, could have been because of the age of the movie as well. I was also staring at the computer all day, but I think yeah. when I watched 
don't know. I didn't see much blurriness on ours because there, there are some scenes that are a little blurry because the flashback scenes they actually used an old like eight millimeter camera. They did to oh. film the flat all the scenes from seventeen years ago. Yeah, which realistically should have been a wider range of time, but it just keeps saying seventeen, 17. years ago. Yeah, that's that's the part kind of that actually kind of annoyed me a little bit as I watched it again to, like today yesterday. Um, like uh, getting back to where we were though um shiloh ends up talking to grave robber grave robber uh and her end up getting caught in the graveyard because he's trying to run away from the cops because the cops are basically going oi you know people are here you know basically de- defiling dead bodies there's yeah, a poster to, that says we'll be executed it, on site yeah and he, te- he tells her about the 21st century cure yeah which he's just saying is zydrate it'll cure your ills it'll make you It'll make you happy. It'll make you stoned. Shiloh misinterprets this as it being an actual cure. Right. And later, when Roddy says that he can cure her, she thinks that's what he's talking about. Yeah. That's what Grave Robber had. Um, uh, anyway. That answers one big question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, she and Grave Robber end up getting caught. Um, and, uh, she ends up having essentially... A panic attack and her medication, she needs to take it because you know, her alarm starts going off, her blood pressure Medicaid immediately. And, Medicaid um, immediately. She gets caught by the police and, unbeknownst to her, her father shows up in his he full repo regalia. In his full six foot six, head and shoulders. Yep. Um, and basically... He's told. He basically says, "Let them go," because he realizes it's his daughter and random dude that she's with. So instead of executing them, he basically says, "Let him go." So <laughs> Grave Robber is like, "Cool, Audi. Thanks, buddy. Later." Yep. You'd think he would uh, kill Grave Robber if, uh, if he thought she was with the. I think Grave dude. Robber has that. That um, he's got. He's got the immunity. Yeah, he's, he's got. got he's he got, got plot, plot armor. He has plot yeah. armor. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you think, in a way, like he kind of like that's what Bender would look like in real life? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I think like, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like Bender would look like Repo Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> he did turn human. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but I'm uh, saying if, if Futurama was live action, oh, that'd be better. yeah, that would be better. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but you know, baby, Shiloh ends up home, <laughs> and he basically. Dad says, you Dad, know, Dad gaslights the fuck yeah. out of her. Yeah, says, you had a bad, basically, you had a bad dream. You've got to remember to take your meds. Um, and, you know, life goes on. That, yeah, he goes out. He has himself a musical number about how he can't let Shiloh leave. She's the only thing that's important in the world. Um, and this is the same song where we, where it's revealed that Nathan is also the Repo Man. Yep. He goes downstairs and has somebody captive and he... Yeah. Repose them. Yeah. Yep. It's I, a thankless job, but somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do I, it. I feel like he, at first he plays it off like, oh, it's horrible, I have to do this. But then he seems very enthusiastic. He ends up enjoying his job. Yeah, yeah when he's yeah. ripping the organs out. Yep. It's either like a Jekyll Hyde thing or... Yeah, very much yeah. so. Heavy, heavy DID. Yeah. Yes. I think what happened with him is Even obviously compart- when... Compartmentalized. Yeah. Very when, so. when he quote-unquote, killed his wife, that trauma kind of broke him. And there are two distinct people. There is the Repo Man and there is Nathan. 
Yes. Because mm-hmm. Nathan is trying to be a good man. Mm-hmm. The repo man and the repo man is totally doing what like he needs. Yeah, is doing what he needs yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um then we find then uh we, we kinda cut to Roddy and we get a little bit of background uh in the form of comic. Um about seventeen years ago. Yes. Yeah, is that I don't know, I is that okay writing or bad writing to just is that the same as exposition don't I kinda like it in this sense a little bit. Um I wish that they had done it a little bit better in the sense where they did the timing a little bit better. Because you can't just say 17 years ago because the timing is wrong. Because Shiloh is 17. Right. So 17 years ago... She would have just been born. She would have just been born. So you can't say that 17 years ago everything happened 17 at once, years ago Roddy was with Marnie. No, no, it would have been before it that. It would have been yeah. before that. Nothing happened she was all playing. at once. It's right. But even so, Marty, not Marty. I'm sorry. Shiloh was born 17 years ago. Okay? So, it's not like Roddy and Marnie were together 17 years ago. Roddy and Marnie were together Longer than that. Before the before, before that, seventeen yeah. years, ago. years ago. So they could have said twenty years ago mm-hmm. or something of that nature. Because it's not like Marnie just up and left him and then went directly to Nathan and then got pregnant and then a day later had Shiloh. It doesn't well, work that way. Timing right. doesn't work that way. One of the thoughts I had with this was what if Roddy thought he was the father? Yeah, I wondered if that And it turned out that it was Nathan. It was she, Nathan's child, and then she left. Mar- left, and then just like, wait, you're leaving? No, the daughter is his. I thought it was going to so be so that led to the madness. Which that I, that, that would yeah. make sense too. Yeah, I thought but it was re- reveal yeah. that Roddy was actually your dad. Which also would have been good, yeah. but it's stated very clearly that that's not the case. Yeah. Because yeah. it, because it's stated very clearly that Nathan and Marnie got married, and then they had Shiloh. They got yeah, they got married, so broke Roddy's heart. Then before right. she got pregnant and had and had Shiloh. Right. There's there's was he at the very, wedding? huh? Was he at the wedding? Yes, yes. Why he was there? He was invited. Nathan like wow, because he because Nathan move. worked for him. Mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to be that they were friends afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, like this is that's the whole point is that there's. Supposed to be a time frame here where she left Roddy and it was supposed to be on at least decent terms. Mm-hmm. It wasn't supposed to be that she up and broke his heart and then like cheated on him with Nathan. It was supposed to be that they had broken up. Then she met Nathan and then got married to Nathan. Then had and Roddy, Shiloh. And Roddy this whole time has just been butthurt. Yes. That's, that's what basically was at least in what we're supposed to take from it that's the way it was supposed to happen but in roddy's head it was that marnie broke his heart left him for nathan nathan swooped in and and stole his marnie away yeah that's at least in roddy's head that's how he took it and that he was just biding his time for him to get his revenge which he found by poisoning marnie when he found out that she was sick because she got sick while she was pregnant with Shiloh, mm-hmm. and then went, huh, here's how I can take my revenge. I can make her even sicker and poison her, or have you know have someone else poison her and make it look like um, Nathan fucked up, mm-hmm. and he can only save one of them. Mm-hmm. And he'll either kill his wife or kill his baby. Mm-hmm. 
And that's exactly but, what but happened. Either way, it's going to hurt Nathan, and that's all Roddy wanted. And that's all he wanted. Yeah. And so he ended up, yeah, he ended up, you know, Marnie ends up dying. And a way to cover it up, he basically goes, okay, well, I'll make sure that nobody ever finds out that you killed your wife. You know, by you being a terrible doctor. Remember you what you did to yeah, money. You, you fucked up and killed your wife. So your daughter's fine, even though she's sick and she's, you know, going to be sick for the rest of her life. Um, but I'll make sure that nobody ever finds out as long as you work for me. Wait, why was why would uh, Roddy say that the daughter would be sick? Because that's uh, what Nathan has been telling him. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. I'm like... Nathan's been telling him, oh, she's, yo, she's, uh, she's sick. She's got the same sickness that Marnie had. And, and, and Roddy is the only one who knows that Marnie wasn't actually ever sick, that he's the one who poisoned her. Mm -hmm. So if, no, obviously if Shiloh is sick like Marnie, then obviously Nathan's doing it because, you know, Roddy was the one who made Marnie sick. So the only way Shiloh would be sick like Marnie is if that Nathan's the one that's doing it. Or uh, mm. yeah, because yeah, why why are my genetics such a bitch? Right. There's a song called "Infected," which will get into your head and infect it. You will not get it out because yeah. that's what is expected when you are infected. It just kept bugging me that they never explained what would happen if she went outside. Supposedly, <laughs> like is, is she going to get other people sick? Is she going to? Dies. He's he's got it in her head that if she goes outside, she will get sick, mm. or she'll get sicker, and she will die. Mm. And it's not somehow. It's, and it's non-specific because an abuser isn't going to go into full detail about it. It's like just don't do it. Don't listen. Just to don't me. do it because right, don't listen to me. Go outside. See what happens. See if I care. No, he'll care. Just yeah. See what happens. You'll get sick and then you'll die. You'll get even more sick and you'll die. And because he basically roofed her and brought her home, she thinks she had a dream that none of that actually happened. Because right. later on, when she sees Grave Robber again, she's like, you're real? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, so... Right, so yeah, we have but that... Yeah, during ex- all that chaos, we see that Roddy has been watching some monitors and sees Shiloh get taken... See Shiloh get taken away, and real, and he's like, she's hard to track down. I'm going to get in touch with her. I'm going to find her. And he calls her on her... On her little wrist communicator her, kit device thing. Hologram. Basically her, her... Dick Tracy watch with I was going to say her, her iPhone, her iWatch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, yeah. it's like, this part just kind of irritates me because it's like that little effect... When you see these things growing up of what future technology is and what mm-hmm. everything, I'm like, okay, we're in 2022 at the time of recording this. Mm-hmm. Where's my goddamn flying car, Bruce? Right. Well, it's not just that the flying car, but it's like, okay, how we've advanced very far in technology over the past 30 years or mm-hmm. so, right? Mm-hmm. Leaps and bounds. Extremely far, far like, you know. We all have, like, we have access to te- to more information than President Clinton did when he was in office. Like, yep. In every our, single one in of our us. pocket. Yeah. Every single one in of us is holding right a device that can, right. that can, like, you know, access the whole of human knowledge. Yeah, so we have all that, and it's like, I just really want to have something with hologram for my own. <laughs> yeah. Just Even really if they're like, do that and just shut 
Even if they're like so all cool. scrambly and sketchy, like care. you see on, uh, like you see in like Star Wars or in yeah. this one, it's like it's it's like you see a little scramble on the set. I, like, I, I want one. Yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. Show me, show me. I show saw me. some kind of video that um, about why it would be difficult to make. Well, I think it may be just specific to 3D TV stuff, but... Yeah. Don't you need, like, multiple sets of lights and things ah. to all interface at once, and then... That'd still be cool. You just need, you, but you need something to focus it on? Yeah, they brought back Tupac to do that stuff, too. I know. But, you know, still, like, okay, they got that, need, like, but... a lot of cooling or something. I don't yeah. remember it what probably it probably does. I don't know the name of the channel, but... Knowledge Hub? The, Knowledge Hub? The, uh, yeah. Isn't that the same channel that does the uh, alternate history... Yeah. But he has some different videos, like, about technology stuff. Yeah. I know it requires a lot of light. Mm-hmm. I know that. So it probably does require a lot of cooling. You're, you're probably right. Hey, if you're not that. careful, you end up with a guy with an H on his forehead who doesn't like anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get the hard light. Um... Smoke me a kippa, I'll be back for breakfast. <laughs> That's ace. It's still technically him, though. It is. You're right. Uh, but anyway... Um, but yeah, Roddy gets a hold of her through her uh, through her eye watch and um, basically says, uh, "Meet me, uh, meet me at uh, this place. I will yeah, meet I, me outside your mother's tomb. I, I want you to come with me to I the want genetic you, opera. I want yeah, I want you to come with me to the genetic opera. I can cure your disease. Um, come with me. I want to talk. To, I want you to be my date, and I want to." talk to you about it. So she does, and she goes out and she meets him. Now, it seems suspiciously easy that she's able to get out of the house without Nathan seeing her, because Nathan's been sent out on another repo by Roddy. Yes. To get him out of the way. They're basically both out at the same time. Um, So she goes, and she basically jumps into his... uh, He's got a Rolls Royce, if I'm remembering correctly. A limo of some description. But I believe it's a Rolls. Maybe. Um, And she she jumps into... Possibly, yeah. I, I'm almost positive it's it's a Rolls Royce limousine because that's yeah. it, it looks like one anyway. Okay, it's pretty. I liked it. And his driver has a phenomenal mustache. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. He looks even more yeah, like he, he should belong in it. That guy. He needs to be in a Charles Dickens story. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she jumps in his car and he basically says to her, uh, you know, hey, uh, I can cure your disease. Um, yes, we've said this. I w- yeah, I want no. I want you to come with me to the opera. And she's like, I don't know if I should do this. Uh, I shouldn't be out of the house. I really should go home. Does Nathan really need to know? And, uh, yeah, basically, does Dad really need to know what's going on? And she's just like, huh? <laughs> and she takes her medication because the the alarm starts going off. Um, and he brings her to. Basically, uh, the the they're, opera. They're going to be opening basically the the lobby area of the Gene Co. building for the first time since the plague of 2040 hit. Um, and it's essentially a carnival. There's there's this basically they call it a, it's the an Italian. Gene, yeah, they yeah. call it Gene Co.'s Rome, right? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. basically like an Italian kind of carnival festival atmosphere for the genetic opera that's going to happen that evening. And there's just there's. Street performers and like fire eaters and dancers and everyone's just kind of milling around and we see the the, the Largo siblings, uh, uh, the we've got Luigi and Luigi, Pavi. Amber and Pavi. Now the funniest character in this whole movie is Pavi Largo, who is a psychopath who cuts people's faces off and wears them. That is the level of humor. 
Like, hey, handsome Jack. Pretty, so, yeah, yeah, kind of. He's he's, he's a, sitting in a chair getting a blowjob, which mm-hmm, I think yeah. is. Ask a gentleman who they prefer. Ten out of nine will say Bobby <laughs> with his inexplicable accent. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because no one else in his family has this accent. Yeah, why he has this accent is beyond me. He's probably trying to be fancy. I think that's what it is. You've got him, like I said, uh, he's he getting also, a blowjob by, by two different women. He's played by Ogre from Skinny Puppy, by the way. He is, is that a, true? That's Ogre from Skinny Puppy. Okay. He plays Poppy. Um, then you've got Luigi, who is just angry for no reason. He, he has, seems like a cartoon. Cause, yes. Full I'm, on. Like, I'm, when he was singing in that warehouse with the brains and shit, I Mark was like, up. with yep. the cartoon sound effects. Uh-huh. And, and I know musical actors doing musical shit are gonna probably act exaggerated but this, this, this was just He rips his shirt open to show off his scars every time he gets angry he's constantly got knives on him and He just stabs whatever displeases him and mm-hmm. he just I'm like is this turning into a parody now? <laughs> I, I don't I'm okay. confused uh, He's just yeah. nuts. How are we, su- are we supposed to? How serious are we supposed to take this? And, and, You're not uh, supposed to take him seriously. And Amber Sweet, who was who was Amber Amber Largo, but she changed her name for a stage name, uh, is supposed to sing before Blind Mag's final performance, mm-hmm. and she doesn't show up. She's a no show because she's out getting surgery again. And Amber Sweet, well, at this point, she's out. She's out getting surgery. Mm-hmm. In actuality, she's out getting fucked up. She's yeah, out getting she's high. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you've got the you've so, got those guys just doing their thing. And, and so potential heirs. And while they're there. Did um, they mention the cancer? Or whatever it is. What is it? Oh yeah. Roddy's dying. Mm-hmm. Roddy is is dying and he's basically he he's realizes got the Yeah, he, he realizes that he has these three children who are completely who, unworthy. Who are worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like my, my children were a bust. Yeah. He says. He's just like he, like he's I'm looking <laughs> he's looking at at his children and he's like I've got a crazy I've I've got one kid who's nuts. I've got one who is obsessed with his looks and is basically just completely insane and i've got a daughter who is a drug addict she's like the least horrible she's the least she's the least um once again mm-hmm. doesn't this remind you of an ex-president family yes, yes. <laughs> like, i mean roddy could be any old um yeah. super rich evil guy I, Mr. Burns but just the type three of, kids yeah. yes i'm looking at this i'm like yeah does anybody else see what i see yes, yes. Like, so yeah, he's looking. I have, he have the company to me. Yes, again, again, he's got. Dad oh. will leave Gene Co to me, 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 me. So he's looking at Shiloh, and he's thinking about Marnie, and he's like, "She could have been mine if Marnie yeah. hadn't dumped me. Yeah, this this little girl could have been mine. So I want to leave everything to her, but I have a plan. I want to use her." So, so he, he leaves. He introduces her to Blind Mag. He, yeah, yeah, he wants to introduce her to my to Blind Mag. No, he does. He, yeah. Yes, he does. But yeah. it's a very quick introduction. It's a because he knows Marty and, and Mag were best friends, right? And this is going to set events in motion, right? So he introduces them quickly, and uh, Mag's is gonna um, she's gonna be singing at the opera, 
but she's got to do some press and stuff, so she has to leave very quickly. Yeah. So they do a very quick introduction, and she's got to go. And the now, blind, blind mag story is she was the first, the the very first Gene Co. success story. Yeah. She she and Marnie were best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mag, her full name is Magdalena. Mag it was an amazing singer, but she was blind. Yeah, and like she was the very first person to get new corneas. As done, like she f- signed the first Jinko contract, where instead of just financing things, she basically financed her entire life to Jinko over to Jinko. But she became super popular from it. Yep, and she's been doing um, the operas for them ever since. Mm-hmm. The problem is now she wants to retire, and her life is attached to Jinko, mm-hmm. and because she technically belongs to them. she she essentially is owned by them and. She wants to retire, and he says no. And basically... But publicly, he's like, oh, it's oh, fine. It's There's fine. nothing. She's going There's to no hard She feelings. can retire, but in, behind the scenes, he's like, absolutely not. So with her retiring, he's like, well, uh, you know, I financed your eyes. I'm going to take them back. And, and the only other option for a singer for the, uh, for the opera after she leaves is, is Amber. Amber, who is deeply unreliable. Yes, because, you know, she's supposed to be singing that evening. Mm. She doesn't show. So, Roddy is basically pissed right now because, you know, Mags is leaving. Amber is a no-show for the night. And so he's on stage basically mortified because, you know, everybody is basically not doing what they're supposed to. Mm. He leaves Shiloh alone. He stashes her in, like, a side In a tent. room. And she is freaking out because she wants to go home. Mm-hmm. And this is all a bit too much for her. And her father is calling her, like, hey, where are you? And he's in the process of doing a repo. So, what a dumbass. Yeah. Like, is, what's that in the background? It's one of my patients. He's sick. Yeah, so he's I calling her. He's calling I... her because her medication thing is beeping. So he's like, what's that? You know, basically, where are you? And she's like, I'm at home. Where are you? And, she, and she, he's like, what's that noise? Oh, I've got the window open. <laughs> And she's like, just say it was the TV, damn it. I've got the window open. There's stuff going on. He's like, okay, are you all right? Yeah, I'm I can fine. come home I'm right gonna now. I'm going to go home right now. No, 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 it's fine. You, your patients need you. And As he's pulling the spine out of this guy, he's got dangling from a, from a well, fire escape. Not yet, because he's still making noises. And she's like, Dad, is everything all right? And he's like, yeah, no, my patients, he's, he's sick. Is he going to make it? It's doubtful. Uh, <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> And he breaks the guy's neck. Like it's a very funny scene, but basically they're they're kind of trying to distract each other by saying that they love each other, which is funny and and not funny at the same time. And meanwhile, Grave Robber cuts through the side of the tent, and she sees him. She's like, You're real. And they recognize like, each other. He's duh. looking at her like, duh. Like, so, come on, let's get out of here. And he basically kidnaps the already kidnapped girl. Like, he he sort of her. he sort of rescues her. It's not as yeah, much a then, kidnap as a rescue. But then brings her to go learn about Zydrate in a very See, musical manner. Honestly, he he sort of teaches her. I mean, mm. I'm not going to say he kidnaps her, because right now, he's the only person who's being 100% honest with her. Out See, of everybody in this entire musical, he's the only person who tells her exactly how it cu- is. There's a couple of songs that got cut from this that uh, actually kind of explore their relationship a little bit more, like their friendship. Oh, really? Because at one point later on, um, 
Well, it's, I know it was about... Cut, it was cut for pacing, but okay. uh, Amber went to uh, Grave Robber for more Zydrate. She doesn't have any money on her, mm-hmm. so he says no, and she's like, I can think of other, other ways to pay, and it implies that, you know, she wants to sleep with him, but mm-hmm. instead she has her boys roll him, steals all of his Zydrate, and hangs him from a, from a fire escape, and then Shiloh finds him later. Mm-hmm. And, like, half the song, he's dangling from the rope, so he's like, can you help me out? He's, like, singing, can you cut me down? <laughs> Well, yeah, there was like a, a song he was singing to, over the credits. Um, that that they was were both in, I think. Needle, uh, needle through a bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's needle through a bug is the one where he's uh, supposed to be hanging from the from the thing, and the song where Amber's boys roll them is called "Can't Get It Up If the Girl's Breathing." Mm-hmm. Great, good, good name for a song, <laughs> huh? Yeah, it has two meanings. <laughs> well, anyway. Um, yeah, he brings her, he essentially brings her to, you know, where he does his business. Um, and yeah, we meet Amber there, um, where she, uh, she basically goes there because she wants Zydrate. And we get one of the most fun songs from the entire movie, uh, Zydrate Anatomy, where we learn that Zydrate comes in a little glass vial. A little glass vial? A little glass vial. And a little glass vial goes into the gun like a battery. And, oh god! Yeah, and it's this is the parts of the play that if it's a standing play, it would kind of get me because he's there, but he's not supposed to be there. Yep. But everybody's talking, repeating, yep. and repeating everything he's doing, and mm-hmm. Shiloh very clearly is conversing with him. Right. Yep. So is this all hallucination? Well, Grave Robber yeah. is a person in the world because other people go to him for his side Zy- because he's the a drug dealer. Because he's yeah. a drug dealer, Fair. but he's like. He's like the magical drug dealer. He's like, he's like, was it? Cla- he's like, he's like Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life. He's but there, drugs. but he's not really there. He's a drug. Well, no, here drug in this particular scene, he is there. In this scene, he's yeah. there. He's yes. there um, because he is her, essentially her guardian angel at this yeah. point. Because he is, he's there. He's doing business. He's mm-hmm. talking to Amber because Amber comes up and she's like, Zydrate now. Yeah. And, and he, he also, gives her the Zydrate. And wh- during the song, at one point, he starts whistling one of Blind Mag's songs yeah. because he knows that annoys that Amber. annoys Amber. Yeah. So Amber flips out. It's like, who sang that shit? And he just points, <laughs> he at, points Shiloh. at Shiloh. Yeah. And this is literally just him being the the narrator and just nudging events of the story forward because he figured gotcha. Shiloh wasn't actually going to say anything because she's just saying the go like, oh my god, I'm a deer caught in headlights. Yeah. So he's like, I got to provoke something. And so that's why he's he is a character and he's not. He's he is he is a force of chaos in this world. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um So yeah, we get so, the ex- explanation about Mag's contract and Shiloh learns that basically after Mag does this final performance, her life is fucking forfeit. Yeah. Well it is there's that that's going on, yes. Um there's also right at this point too, after the song, um He's going to take her home. Um, but like the Jinko goons, the, well, like storm storm the uh, Jinko goons are are, sh- are showing up because they're looking for Amber, and that's, so, yeah, that's all they care about. They get Amber and they bring her home because yep. she's blasted. So uh, so Grave Robber and uh, and Shiloh basically take off because Grave Robber's taking Shiloh home uh, yeah. in a garbage truck. In a garbage truck, they basically jump on the back of a garbage truck so he can take her home. 
Um, the goons show up to grab Amber because she's all fucked up. Um, and Grave Robert drops off Shiloh at home. Shiloh runs in, uh, runs up the stairs, and pretends and to be pretends asleep. to be asleep. Right just, as just misses uh, Nathan. Nathan as he as he comes in, goes upstairs, checks to make sure she's sleeping, takes a deep breath, closes the door. And locks her in. And basically locks her in. Yeah, locks her yeah. in her room. Um, right mm-hmm. when uh, I think Roddy calls him into the office at that point mm-hmm. to to return the uh, to return the spine and to basically give him the heads up the that contract he... that he want Roddy wants him to re- to repo to be the Mag. one that yeah. he's going to repo Mag. And I'm wondering where there's an influence here because there's a movie in the 19. 19- I believe it was 1940s was uh, an Ingrid Bergman movie called Gaslight. Yeah, we reviewed that. Yeah, and that, yeah, we did that quite a ways ago. That's where the term and, gaslighting came from, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's just it's almost beat for beat the same thing where mm-hmm. um, Ingrid Bergman's husband is gaslighting her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And making her believe she's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But does that and then has to go out and has to deliver something and takes a package, but does, okay, make sure she's asleep and does that almost exactly the same. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there was an influence there. Probably was. More than likely. Yeah. I have no doubt. So. That's a fucked up movie, too. Mm Alright, so uh where were we? He's so yeah, gonna, he finds out that he's gonna he's gonna repo Mag, which he doesn't want to he, do. He doesn't want to do because Mag was Marnie's best friend yeah. and you know, Nathan and Mag knew each other. They were friendly. They They may does, not have been on the best terms, but you know But he still he still doesn't want to do it and the, that's the only reason Roddy's having him do it because he wants to hurt Nathan. Yes. Um he goes through I an entire guilt trip song. Hmm? I didn't find it very believable. After he's just gleefully murdering all these other people. That he Nathan was... doesn't want to hurt people. The Repo Man is sadistic and cruel. Uh, they are not the same person, but they are the same person. Mm. It's complicated. <laughs> um, that yeah, I think it's a I think it's a severe case of DID, dissociative identity disorder. Mm. Used to be called multiple personality disorder, but it's you know. It's in, very much uh, Dr. Have, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, yeah. Straight up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely triggered with the trauma, and also it's like people who do this, and also, and um, there's been psychiatrists who have studied mafia people, mm-hmm. and uh, with mafia gangsters are the ones who could come home, and also you see this in The Sopranos, mm-hmm. where Tony would go home and have his whole family thing, and then also go out and do the most gruesome shit. Right. This man, Kuklinski. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just do that. It's okay. So do that. He'd switch like it. It was like a light switch in his brain. Yeah, you know that, that clearly has that. Where he's like, okay, boom, 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 and I, I'd see, I'd see that as believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, basically, while Nathan is out having his guilt trip song, the I remember, remember what yeah. you did to Marty, remember who you are. The name of that one, I think, is Night Surgeon. Yep. Um, while he's out, Mag comes to the house and tells Shiloh who she is, that she's supposed to be She's supposed to be like her godmother. godmother. Because, um, because Nathan told Mag that Shiloh died with 
Marnie. with Marnie. But because she saw her at the at essentially the carnival. That's what like when she sees when she sees Shiloh at the carnival, she is utterly stunned. Yeah. And she's like, You look just like your mother. Um basically he does this whole song, the song called Chase the Morning, where she's basically begging her to get out of this house and have a life, be your own person, because it's too late for me, but you can still carry on, you can still do what what your mother couldn't, you can do what I couldn't. You need to get out, you need to... You need to live. You need to live. Um, and Shiloh, of course, is like... Is very confused. Like, where would she even go? That's, yeah, that's, that's another thing. She's just like, not only confused at that, but she's just like, I'm sick. Like, you, you're, you're missing right. the point here. I'm ill. That like, and also, someone that she's idolized, because Blind Mag is, like, super famous. She's right. got posters of Blind Mag up in her, her room. Wall, yeah. And finding out that Blind Mag is her fucking godmother kind of blows her mind, Not too. Not only that, that Blind Mag knew her mom, and she was mm-hmm. friends with her mom. And suddenly, it's like, her whole world is just blown up. Like, holy crap. And then Nathan walks in. Because he comes home. And catches them both. And and catches them there. And suddenly he's like, what are you doing here? Basically, why are you in my house? And then Shiloh, what have you done? Basically, what have you done? And Shiloh starts freaking out going, Dad, you don't understand. Max, she's in trouble. We need to help her. her. They're going to kill her. And he's already gone into his gaslighting kind of, you know, he's got his cassette tape going. He's like, no, that's ridiculous. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. And you see him, he's like preparing medicine to try to knock her back out while he's saying, no, no, that's ridiculous. That's nonsense. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. You need to go And this is where we start to see that while Nathan wants to be a good dad, Nathan is not... A good dad. He is not a good man. No. He wants to be all these things that he's not, but he isn't. Because there really the there is no good guy in this entire movie, except maybe for Shiloh. Yeah. And she's only a good guy in the fact that she has no clue what the hell's going on half the time. Oh, well, kind of says what is good though. You know, because Nathan is also a good one, but Nathan also competes with the Repo Man for the same body and same mind. Nathan is broken. Yeah. Yes. Nathan right. is, yeah. is absolutely a broken bird. Yeah. yeah, he's broken, but then the other thing, you don't think the Repo Man has taken over when he gaslights the daughter, when he does all the other stuff? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if you could say Repo Man's the one that started munchausing her. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Repo Man has started that. I think Nathan I think Nathan became so desperate at that point that he he, he can't. kind of forgot what being a decent person was. Yeah, okay. because he became so desperate that he just needed to hold on to something. That he just kind of forgot what it was to be what a rational person is. Because mm-hmm. Shiloh's all he's got left. Yep. He's literally on his 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 last anything, his last nerve, his yeah. last shred of humanity. He was pushed to the point, though. He was was pushed to the point of desperation. Because, you know, again, Roddy just wants to see him hurt because Nathan took his Marty away. Uh, I guess there really isn't much good besides her, yeah. Yeah. No. She's she's innocent. That's the thing. And Blind Mag, to a certain extent, is... Blind Mag is also... 
re- she's relatively not, She's not bad either. She's she's yeah. stuck. Right. I just feel like I don't know. I didn't. It didn't generate as much sympathy from me for Nathan as they oh. maybe could have. Oh, I didn't. I don't have any sympathy for Nathan. No, I have no sympathy for Nathan. Um, I feel the sympathy. Any sympathy I may have for Nathan is for for Shiloh. Yep. Yeah. Is is basically that. It's I, I have it's for Shiloh that I have any type of sympathy for Nathan, but it's not for Nathan. So um. yeah, they so Shiloh and Nathan get into an argument, uh, which leads to the worst song in the entire in the entire play, Seventeen. Yeah. Although it Which may I be, don't think it's a bad song. It's either. not a bad song. It's also the weirdest song ever because you get puppets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get head-banging puppets. Skeleton puppets. And Joan Jett is in her closet. Legitimately, it was Joan Jett who who did, like, guitar and everything for this particular song. And it's basically her liberation song about how she's she's not a little kid anymore. She's 17. It's like... Yeah. But anyway, it's it's basically her her like <laughs> personal like emancipation song, oh, and yeah. then at the end, I, it, I never had any I never had any issues with this song before, um, as much as I did oh. this time around, mm. simply because uh, she she has the line. Um, yeah, I'm only sixteen. No, 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 seventeen. I'm only seventeen. Seventeen. It's better than but it's 40. better than forty. Yeah. And I and never had an issue with this song before. <laughs> and we both <laughs> so said, except that I'm going to be 40 at the end of the month. <laughs> and I was like, hey. Yeah, she's like, hey. I'm like, ouch. Hey. <laughs> the fuck. That hits a little close to home. It's like, hold up. Fuck hold off, up. movie. Fuck off. Hold up. Time out. The fuck. Now, if Anthony I've Stewart, never had an issue with this song before. If, if Anthony Stewart Head is supposed to be 40 in this movie, he's, I'm hoping I look that good. He's not. Yeah. He's not supposed to be 40. I believe Anthony Stewart Head was actually older. Yeah. But if his so, character is supposed to be 40, I hope I look that good. Yeah. I've got three months. I've got three months. I might look better. He was actually in his 50s at that oh. point when this movie came out. He was actually already in his 50s, I'm pretty sure. Jesus. If not older. So yeah, after this, after this song, he basically again locks her into her room. He uh, slaps her and then yeah, slaps her, locks her in a room. It doesn't really take because she gets out again. <laughs> um, because uh, Roddy sends his beautifully mustachioed driver to go and pick her up <laughs> after he uh, after he makes uh, basically sends his goons to kill Nathan because mm-hmm. Nathan ultimately rejects going after Mag. He's yep. like, I, I'm not going to do it. You, no, not going to do it. So he's like, all right, I'm not going to... No one denies me. All Gene Co. forces stop the Repo Man. So he is now on, essentially on the lam from Gene Co. He's fighting his way through a bunch of Gene Co. employees trying to get back to the, to the opera to try to stop... To, well, no, he doesn't go yet. He, when he realizes that Shiloh left again, he breaks further, realizing that Roddy has taken Shiloh from him as well, and he's got nothing left, so basically Rage. he's going to let the monster rise. Let the father die and let the monster rise with a 12-second held note, which is really goddamn impressive, Anthony Stewart had. Make my monster grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is after uh, Shiloh finds out... Oh, he... Oh, he 
Is this after? No, nope, this not is, yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Basically, and this is all part of Roddy's plan. He's manipulating Shiloh to act as bait, saying like, "Shiloh, your mother wore, once wore this dress. We basically need you to act as bait to bring in to to uh, get the Repo Man here, so we can capture him." Because he tells her that he's like a trainee who's lost his mind and, and he's gotten away and we can't stop him. Yeah, essentially, basically, he's lured Shiloh to the opera because he's lured her to Mad's last show mm-hmm. and he's put her in this room and he's told her that the this, this employee is coming after Shiloh specifically. He's gone a little crazy, mm-hmm. he's, so they're going to use her because he's coming after her. Um, they're using her as bait so they can catch him. Here's, uh, basically, here's a blunt object. Hit him with it. A goddamn shovel. Basically, there's a shovel. Hit him with it because he's coming after you. I'm sorry that we're actually going to have to use you as bait, but, but the this is way. the only way we can get him. And um, once you do that, I can get you your cure. Yeah, and when, yeah, once you take him out, we can get you the cure. Um, Which, at this point, she's still confused. She doesn't know, like, if the cure is Zydrate, if it's some other kind of cure thing. She's just... She has been, like, flipped and spun around and confused so much that she's just like, Okay, I'll do it. Fine. Cure. Whatever. Basically, she's like, my father has been, you know, lying to me. Mags is gonna die because she's being repoed. I have no idea. Left from right. So, I, I just, I'm going to try to do whatever I can to get myself cured so I can try to live my life. So, uh, she basically lures lures him in by putting the dress on, like, a mannequin on the chair. Yep. And hides in the shadows. He comes in, and he, like, reaches out because he sees it's Marty's dress, and he's, like, confused, and he reaches out, and she comes out of the shadows and fucking shoveled right across the back of the head. Which is a damn good hit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And splang, yeah. and down he goes, and... The he- his his helmet goes flying, and she realizes the Repo Man is her dad, and she's going through a lot of a lot of shit. <laughs> she's kind of stunned. She's kind of broken. Um, we get the song, you know, "Let the Monster Rise," which <laughs> yes, yes, I know, Rita Repulsa, but <laughs> it's it is one of that's one of my favorite songs in this in this movie. Yeah. Just the the whole back and forth, like, didn't I tell you not to go out? Didn't I? You did, yeah. you did. That, that call and response bit, I love that part of that song. And they have, they're falling out where Shiloh is finally, just she's just had enough. Everything you've told me is a lie. I can't trust anyone. Roddy's the only one who's told me the truth so far. Fuck off, Dad, I'm done. And she takes off. She has no clue how bad Roddy has been to her, but she thinks Roddy's been telling her the truth. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Mag's last show is happening, and she comes out in this kind of raven feathered type dress situation yeah. with incredibly huge eyelashes. She's got the whole been dead three days look about her that yeah. I loved oh so much from the nineties. I was thinking, hey, this is what this dress is what it looks like when a, a raven motorboats you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and she sings this beautiful operetta called Cromagia. Yeah. It's all in Italian, not, quote, foreign language. Now here... <laughs> oh, did we watch the same subtitles? Yes, I think you did, because the su- the guy who wrote the subtitles... On Tubi. On Tubi, at least, yeah. didn't fucking listen to the songs. 
He was just making shit up. During the song Mark It Up at the very beginning, when they're singing Mark, Mark, Mark It Up, the captions say Makira. No, they're saying Mark It Up. And half the words are wrong. And well, during the song, too good for you. and during the song, uh, gold is like my uh, no um, things you see in a graveyard. Yeah, you're saying ashes, dust. My children were a bust. Yeah, the the captions say my children are robust. <laughs> yeah, no, they were a bust. Ooh. It's like guys, no, I'm just I'm going to strangle somebody. <laughs> but anyway, There's nothing worse than that. It's oh god. I also want to bring up that Sarah Brightman. You guys seen the movie um, The Fifth Element? Yes. Okay. You know the the blue alien who's singing the opera? Yeah. That's Sarah Brightman. Yep. Really? Yes. Another movie that's very confusing. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, see, that's that's the thing with Luke Besson. If you come out of a Luke Besson movie knowing what happened. You're lying. I tried to watch uh, That's Valerian. That's true. Valerian is I a, watched Valerian. Oof. I tried to watch it, and oof, I went, what the fuck is happening yeah. here? It's pretty, but good Christ, what's happening? It is. I, I watched it, and it was like, it's very pretty. And the, the male lead character... Valerian? Valerian. Yeah. His voice should his not... His voice should not come out of that body. Nope. No. Absolutely not. Nick, your voice is very deep. And after meeting you, I it I am used to you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. His voice should not come out of that box. Valerian no. is like hearing your voice coming out of Chino. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like, time the fuck out. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, people first meet me. And it's, You're it's, also it's, tall. Yeah. Like, so, and that, yeah. that actually makes a lot of sense, yeah. you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, it's, the funny thing is, is like, when people meet, me and they're like, okay, that's good. And they meet my dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, you both have met my dad, even though yep. it was briefly, very brief. But yeah, yes. but it's still like you can tell that's my dad. Like right. we're, we're very, very similar in yeah. structure, personality. Yeah, like we came in the room, and went, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. I get that's it. it. Yeah, that's right. it. But you hear his voice come out of him, and it's like, oh, what happened in there? You know, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> everything you know. <laughs> Like, what happened? Remember Zootopia, the fennec fox pretending to be a baby? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I, was, I, I called that one, too. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's funny. So after, after her song, uh, which she finishes with the words in English, come take these eyes, I would rather be blind. Blind Mag takes out her own eyes with these Huge metal spikes she's wearing on her fingers. Right after I said, don't pick your nose with that. Yep. She puts out her own eyes in her final act of defiance, and Roddy's just like, well, fine, fuck you. Cuts her open. She falls onto this, uh, onto this, like, the cast iron, wrought iron uh, iron fence. The spiky fence. Mm. Yeah, with a smile on her face, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. she got to do it herself. Yeah, it's, she, it's good to know that this was an Italian too, because this is a point in the movie where I kind of started losing it. Yeah, it's okay you like, didn't understand yeah. the words because they were not in English. Well, yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's not because of the words. It was just this whole thing. I'm like, oh, things are on questioning way too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. besides because that's what we do. Yep, you yep. know, or you know, and it, I, at this point, yeah. um, well, 
we we kind of glossed over one of my favorite songs, okay. which is Testify. Yeah. Because before yes. all of this okay, happens... Okay, Testify is, as far as songs in this movie go, Testify is my favorite. It was my ringtone for a long time. Um, Zydrid bef- Anatomy before and Let all the of this, Rise. Before even like the Shiloh part with when she meets her father. Everybody, when, everybody. Before Mags yeah. even yeah. comes out to start singing, yeah. they kind of open up this whole opera yeah. with this... Um, with this kind of beginning mm-hmm. of um, kind of mm-hmm. opening song, because uh, Amber's supposed to open the first song. Right. And before she's introduced, they kind of want to get the crowd going a little bit. So they have... Um, Talk about how great Jinko's been to you. Yeah, look how wonderful Jinko's been to you. Have kind of everybody start, you know, let everybody know how things have been going. So they have what essentially is like a ringmaster come out with a bunch of the Jinko girls uh, behind him. He's like a ringmaster almost preacher yeah, sort of, sort sort of, of thing. Because it's, it's this whole The preach master! <laughs> yes. And he starts singing this song called Testify and it's a it's a fun song to mm-hmm. be honest where it's just kind of gets the crowd moving and going and everybody's just like jumping around and happy and you know. It's got the same kind of energy as the church song from Blues Brothers. Everybody's yes. like it's like get up, get out of your seats, move. Everybody just it's just it's and we've got Granny DJ Granny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just uh, scratching the records and she looks like Edna Mode. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw that. That took me out for a moment. I'm like, wait, what happened? Here? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that was a nice detail. Yeah, I mean, it was cute. Uh, it, it kind was. of futuristic cuz Yeah. Yeah, you'd think an old librarian type would right. scratch records in the future. Yeah. yeah. It's it's I like the, I like the song cuz I like it Be that quiet. it gets everybody Bitches going. I've been doing this since 2000. Right. It's like, yeah, by by this point like but, but it's, it's 2056, so at this point, Skrillex is classic rock. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're in the same big ballpark there. Yeah, it just reminds me of uh, the comedian Nick Swordson. Yeah. Who has this thing of, like, what's it going to be like when we're in a nursing home? It's like, you learn, you go to your grandparents' place, and they're like, oh, let's play some music. It's like, beep, scoop, boop, And then you play <laughs> this Macaroni in a pot? Yeah, then we, we'll play our music then. Or you do that. And they're like, yeah, they play some music for you. And you hear Snoop Dogg. Everybody else. <laughs> like, yeah, your grandmother was a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we end up in a in a retirement home, there's going to be a lot more D&D. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that's so funny. Damn it, Jerry. Fireball again? Why is it always Fireball? Hey, it's better is than... Is that going to uh, be the future bingo? Is that all you can right? say now? Shit. Hey... <laughs> All you could say is fireball. Eldridge blast, bitches. Anyway, um, <laughs> see, I think I might actually I'm a do this, this thing. I'm like, no, Eldridge blast. <laughs> Anywho, um, so yeah, so uh, they play this testify, which is the and this scene is where you see nipple. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jinko showed this single mom sympathy. Yeah, yeah. Now it's uh, uh, now I look, I look smashing on live TV. TV but, Be healed. Um. But yeah, then um, then Amber's supposed to come out, and right before this, actually, uh, Amber she went is, for more surgery. She and went got for mangled. more surgery and got her face mangled pretty badly to the point where she showed her father, and he actually gagged. He started retching. because but it was only like puffy and bruised. Like yeah, well, Roddy's an asshole. 
Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, he it gives was her bad more enough. money and sends her back out to get restored. He, he, he didn't actually give her money. He called his own surgeon and basically went fix her. All right. Either way. But yeah. she, she gets she fixed. Gets, she gets fixed. Fixed. These are air quotes you can't see in an audio she, medium. Yeah. She gets fixed enough, but not enough to actually get it fully done because her mm-hmm. face falls off. So while she's singing her, while she's doing her warm up song, yeah, legitimately her face peels off of her skull and falls, and to, falls the ground. to the ground. And falls to the ground. Essentially, she was Nicholas Cage. Yeah, she face offed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> she face offs. She had this whole like she, she was supposed the to fallen s- face of Jean Co. Yes. It becomes a thing later. Um mm. and she runs off stage before Mag shows up. Um, so then all the stuff with uh, with then Nathan and Shiloh happens, happens yeah. and then Max dies, and then and they end up on stage, and uh, and the, yeah, this and then is the whole kind of Nathan gets yeah Nathan gets wheeled on stage on a wheel in a wheelchair because mm-hmm, he got he got the living shit tased out of him. Yep, and, uh, and Shiloh, Shiloh passed is... out from her. Um, her basic trauma. From her trauma and the no medicine because, uh, like, Roddy reveals, like, he's been poisoning you. This is, you're not sick. You don't have a blood condition. You don't have this disease. Yeah, she's, he's you know. poisoning her because, because he's the one who poisoned Marnie Remember, in the first place. He poisoned Marnie. So if, so if she Shiloh has the same... Problems that Marnie had. Yeah, she it didn't means that anything. It means that Nathan's been poisoning her because uh, Roddy is the one who poisoned Marnie. Yeah, Marnie didn't have a blood condition. Roddy gave it to her with the poison. So if she, if Shiloh has the same thing that she inherited from Marnie, it means that Nathan's been poisoning her this whole time. So this comes out. Nathan admit it, admits it because he can't let Shiloh go out. And basically, he reveals, uh, Roddy reveals that, here, take this gun, shoot him, and you get Gene Co. And meanwhile, Roddy's kids are all like, what? Fucking what? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like, Luigi's like, wait, hold on. And Poppy's like, what? <laughs> and he, this whole time, he's got this huge Joker grin on his, like, pulled back face. And I'm, I'm just picturing... Uh, the Robin Williams thing from Live on Broadway, just like, I'm so scared, but I can't express it. Oh, man, I was picturing um, the, the man who laughs from 1928. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going, too. Yeah, well, I mean, it's no coincidence, because that did inspire the Joker mm-hmm. the appearance. So. See, I'm thinking that he just had so much Botox that he can't actually move his face. <laughs> um... But yeah, so um, Shiloh is holding this gun going, you want me to do what now? And she's like, no. And she hands the gun back to him and she's like, no, I'm not going to shoot my own father. Like, what are you, crazy? And the gun goes back and forth several times. They're having this big dramatic argument about everyone's been lying to everyone. Plus, I want it known that she is covered in blood because Mm -hmm. she was dumped on the ground into into Mag's blood. Mm -hmm. So she, when she woke up uh, after uh, being dumped on the ground, mm. you know, she yeah, so she's completely covered in blood. Nathan is, you know, basically strapped into a a wheelchair, so he can't move, and so she's just like she, she's a mess mentally, physically. She's she's a mess, um, and 
after the after basically fighting over everything, him telling her essentially, you know, basically your life's a mess. You know, your your father ruined your life. Uh if you don't do this, you know, this is your chance. This is basically this is your chance. This is your chance to get everything. Yeah. And if you don't do this, you'll have nothing. Um Eventually, all the lights go out. All the lights go out. They're kind of struggling over the gun. Roddy pulls it from her and, and he, shoots, and he Nathan. shoots Nathan. Because he knows he is literally on the edge of death himself. He's, yeah, been, he's been coughing, coughing. and hacking. Yeah. He knows he's on his way out and he can't abide Nathan surviving this. Yeah. So, so he, he takes sh- the gun and shoots Nathan. He shoots Nathan. And then he falls. Yep. He shoots Nathan, and then he dies. So it's like, you almost think like he thought of Nathan as property, mm-hmm. as everybody else would, or probably how he felt with all his employees. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, this is the employee that's going to give me a bad name in my death, it's going to ruin my legacy, so... Oh, fuck right off. Yeah, not so only that, right it's off, more yeah. personal. It's, it's, not, it's not even just that. It's yeah. that this is the man who took everything from me. Yeah. He took my... He took my girl. Yeah. He took... Uh, the possibility of this girl being my child. Yeah. Uh, he took it. Uh, he took my health. Yeah. Because I'm dying, and I'm gonna blame any bit of stress that I've had on the fact that you know, uh, the fact that he's done all this to me. So my yeah. health has deteriorated because of this. I'm going to blame everyone but um, myself. Ba- yeah. Basically, I'm gonna yeah. blame him and everyone around me for all of my problems. Uh, not that I've caused any of this on myself. Yeah. So he, it's his fault for everything, and their fault, my kids' fault for being, you know, basically useless. fuck ups in, yeah. in youthless. I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm gonna die now, and um, I'm taking this, and I'm taking him with me, and that's exactly what he does. So he he shoots Nathan, and then he dies. Um, and then we get a very. Very sad song. You get a very sad yeah. song um, between Shiloh and Nathan um, because, you know, of course, Nathan is dying. So Shiloh grabs, runs over to him and she she's crying and she's like, no, don't. And this is all happening die. on stage well lit in front of an audience full of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the audience is, is all like in shock. They're freaking They're out. They're freaking out. <laughs> and the audience starts to cry. Because they start singing, um, I didn't know I love you so much. Um, Which the original version was a lullaby that the composer used to sing to his son. Wow. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. It was tweaked a little for the movie, obviously, but yeah. the original yeah, version. Yeah, I was going to say, how the, the fuck? Like that, right. It, it's that, tweaked, yeah, tweaked, that version of singing it as a lullaby to a child. Yeah. If you don't add in the whole dying aspect, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, but this Good song Lord, always wow. this song always makes me cry. Um, mm-hmm. Because for very personal reasons. Yeah. You know, I don't... in. In real life, uh, both of my parents have passed away. Yeah. So this song makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so whenever I hear this song, I get very emotional. So, of course, we're watching this and I'm crying. Yeah. And he's like, he looks at me all the time. And he goes, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's I'm just, fine. You're lying. I'm, I no, am, but I'm, I'll be fine. No, but I'm fine. For the two minutes that this song is on, I cry. And then I'm fine. But... It is a very sad and personal song. And then he passes away. But at the same time, I get angry because... 
she forgave him awfully quick for poisoning me my whole life. Right, exactly. And it's one of those, like... I mean, that's... I mean, that would be something that she'd have to deal with for a very long time. What else can you do in this particular moment? Like, True. There's, there's she not a, shot him and take the company. She, she could have, and then done a whole lot of more good with the <laughs> giant. When you are seventeen company. in this particular moment, when you have no other chance to think about it, well, you're still not going to kill your father. The thing, the yeah. company, but it would have, it would have helped him because it would have put him out of his misery. <laughs> now the company was. Ult was actually signed over to Shiloh. It was. Yeah. She would have, regardless of what happened on that stage, she would have inherited Jinko, ah. but she left. Yeah. yeah. She disappeared after this. Yeah. Because after the, it he was dies, signed into her name. After, after uh, Nathan dies, she ends up leaving to the final song of the movie, Genetic Emancipation. Yep. It is basically her kind of, I need to... Basically, be me. Be I need me. to live my life. I need to do what Mag. I need to do, do what, what Mag Mag's told, told me. me to do. Um, hmm. Yeah. Which yeah, which I think her whole approach does make sense. I think what we were watching are like, why don't you just take the company, do good, do other things, and like that would be not yeah. But, but at the same time, she's also seventeen. Yeah, what does 17 she know about running old, a company? Her father died. Well, her I mean, I had. I had a couple things that I was doing myself, you know, and I was but 17, world, so it's different. Yeah. But a world-spanning, multi-trillion dollar uh, yeah, company no, that when you have that when shit, no. done nothing but live in a room. Yeah. 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 Like she that, needs, like, yeah, Shiloh needs to live that. her you're life. right. Yeah. She's been in a room this size yeah. her entire life. Yeah. She's had nobody else that she's actually ever relied on, except right. for her father. And her entire world has expanded in the span of 36 hours where she's met maybe five people yeah she's met maybe five people and literally only one of them survives the, yeah. the day and that's fucking grave robber yeah yeah so um, i guess it evens out yeah. <laughs> but yeah so she yeah her father dies and she essentially kind of looks around and she's like well you know what Fuck this Fuck noise. this. I'm out. Hey, Mustache, walks, help yeah, me out. She walks outside. She sees Mustache. She gets into the car, and she drives off. And she leaves. And that's where, where the last that mm-hmm. we see of her. That is just a cynical, stupid thought in my head, but it's kind of funny. It's like Grave Robber's the only one left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, imagine if she got home and realized her dad had the keys. Ah, like, like, hey, grave robber! Crap! Uh, do you mind? Can you pick locks? The, the, the truth of the matter is, all she would have to do is go back to her mother's back, grave, back through her tunnel, through the, and then the just sneak again. into yeah. the tunnel to yeah. get inside. I thought about that too. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> so yeah, we have a little bit of a <laughs> like a pre pre credits uh, scene. Yeah, where we where we find out that Amber, Amber gets you know her face put back, back to on. normal. Yeah. Um, and she takes over the uh, Jean Co. And, and she auctioned her face off. She auctioned her fa- the fallen face of Jean Co. off as yeah. as a symbol of change. Yeah. And you know, Pavi wears her face, and well, that, Luigi, that Luigi killed, killed the three killed top bidders, the top bidders yeah. so that, that Pavi could get could win it. So, well, he did it out of anger, and then yeah. Pavi ended up winning. Yeah. yeah. So, and he yeah. wears it with pride. <laughs> so it's it's implied that there. Is a possible brighter future for yeah. Gene Co. Because Amber's kind of. I use air quotes here. Yeah, Amber's <laughs> kind of coming around a little bit. I don't think it's going to be 
good right away, but there's a potentially brighter future for Gene Co. There's a with, future. Without say, Roddy at the helm. I'm going to say yeah. there's a future. Brighter or not, there's a yeah. future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's, and that's how Repo the, the Genetic Opera, one of ends. my... One of my favorite goddamn movies. Yeah. I see why you like it. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's one of those I think I gotta watch a couple times. It takes, it, speed. it honestly takes a few watches because the first time through you're mostly sitting there going, how much makeup is this guy wearing? He's got about <laughs> yeah. six and a half feet of white <laughs> cake makeup on yeah, him. Yeah, and you, know, you got somebody wearing somebody drywall. else's yeah. face. You got yeah. Eric, you know, you got Eric Donald and Ivanka Trump wondering what's yep. going on. <laughs> you know, and you know, and all the other junk happening and then, you know, I won't spoil fantasy casting, but then I'm thinking, okay, all of a sudden I'm thinking of The Witcher has gone really bad right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I how the again I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, the songs are good. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm still just catching up to this and only crap Paris Hilton can actually sing. Yeah. yeah. She she blew them Holy away in the audition. Like, they, good. You know, yeah. like they didn't want to do it. Like, oh yeah. no, that's stunt casting. A, a rich spoiled heiress. Yeah. Paris oh come on. And then she sings like, Well fuck. Yeah. I guess yeah. we're stunt casting. Do this. This is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um so let's take a quick break for a little word about 4041 Media, and we'll come right back with some fantasy casting. Sound like a plan? Ah, yes. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. So, fantasy casting. So, yeah. We're going to have a little bit in the background here. We're going to have, uh, we started this opera shit going on in the background. Or as most people just call it, testify. Testify. Because it's easier. Alright, I'll get the ball rolling on this okay, one. what do we got? For the grave robber, Henry Cavill. Uh, uh. <laughs> you just stand there just... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and occasionally well, he says to toss a grapes. coin. Ha <laughs> ha, 25. <laughs> so it's just really aesthetics. I mean, the actor really looked like him at some angles in my mind. Yeah. No, and I couldn't get the Witcher out of my head at this point. <laughs> I'm going to say, I want I, I want to make some... Your grave I, I that's wanna, what I had in my head. I want to make some Witcher jokes, but I never really got on with that game series, and I haven't seen the show. Yeah. So. I started with the third, and the yeah. third was very good. Yeah. I, I played a little bit of the first one, and I played some of the third one, but like I can see the third one. I can see how good it is, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I love oh. Gwent. Whoa. Gwent is such a fun little card did game. Did you play the standalone Gwent? I did not. Oh. Well, Kaz got very far yes, into it. Yes, but yeah. then they changed it all around, and Oof. I didn't. I couldn't. And then I realized... Oh man, I get so salty when I lose it. 
I'd rather yeah. play um, yeah. PVE. Thank See, you. that's why I don't play Magic the Gathering anymore, yeah. because I get real salty when I lose. I know! But uh, uh, yeah, I never uh, n- didn't get on with the with the game itself. But like three, I can definitely I understand how people really like it. I just did not have the time to dedicate most of my yeah. life to it. That's that that's Final Fantasy's job. Yeah. So I mean, with Henry Cavill, I just had him because I just had the you know talk, and you're just toss your eyes to The Witcher. <laughs> oh God! Catch your that eyes. sounds more like a Repo Man. Organ though. of plenty. That's it, and you throw it. No, 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 I got it in my head now, too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and that's the uh, Zydron uh, Anatomy. Just that, that was, that's one of those that'll be in my head for a while. Yeah, but <laughs> I much like, like the that songs one. Of, yeah. I don't remember any of the other ones. The songs of, Wh- the songs of Witcher also got in my head for a while, too. <laughs> so you might play that in the car at home. You go with that? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um... I, 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 have, I have others. Go for it. My brain's just like porting. You know, I, I yeah. think this I think this casting is perfect, except maybe Bill Mosley could have got someone else. Luigi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's just, I, I understand that it's supposed to be over the top. Everything's supposed to be kind of like just big and brash and over yeah. the top. But some of it, it literally sounds, he kind of sounds like a like a toddler. Yeah. Almost. Mm. I'm the strongest. And the toughest. It's like, yeah, I've heard that out of Leo. Yeah. I, I, have, I have one for him. Mm. This might invoke some terrible memories. Oh, God. <laughs> On that side of the table. Oh, Am God. I about to, oh, God. I'm about to have a flashback, aren't I? Oh. Jim Varney? Does it involve... Uh, yep. I must say, does it involve drowning in alphabet soup? Yeah. Oh. No, not that one, but... Uh, Jim Varney as Marnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Varney, I am so sorry. Uh, it's 20, so... So right yeah. on the cusp. Yeah, so it's 20. It could go either way. I feel yeah. like the dice aren't... They'll, they'll pass. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're okay with it. it my father left it to me. <laughs> uh, it's me. Your father left me. Hey, Vern, I have the door. I'm going to go ahead and have Jinko, Vern. Don't you know that's going to be great, Vern? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do what I got to do, Vern. <laughs> but at least he doesn't have pancake mix on him. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Or oatmeal? Uh, I thought it was oatmeal. It was oatmeal. You're right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Covered in a mysterious... You fascist pig. Of course, that's when Jim Varney was slowly dying at the ripe age of 49. Mm. Or close to. Mm. Okay, so that one passes. I had one for Shiloh, too, but I also have I have another. But I'm going to keep throwing if everybody's okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. Yeah, my brain's, like, putting right now. So. Uh, who was Anthony Stewart head playing? Was Nathan. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> oh, Lord. You oh. should make him the grave robber. Oh, no. If we get if we get him as Nathan, it's like, you're tearing me apart, Shiloh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The dice to pity. <laughs> you should shout it like, I'm fed up with this world. I'm fed up with this brain. Hi. Oh, hi, Shiloh. <laughs> How's your sex life? <laughs> 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 
If father know that I killed your mother, let's see. I don't know why it sounded like speeding on I was going to say, we went sideways a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking tired, all right? <laughs> so make him Roddy Largo, then. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the... No. <laughs> oh, how about Roddy Largo's replaced by an actual Rottweiler? Okay. No. no. I wasn't sure where I'd go with that one anyway. Uh, it's just like a dog barking the entire time. <laughs> but is he like a Scooby-Doo talking dog? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> How much tech do they have in this feature? Yeah, I'll just do a blind roll. It's not letting me in anywhere. <laughs> Tommy was it was the grave robber? Nope. No. Nope, they just don't want Tommy Wiseau in this movie. <laughs> The, the dice, the, the dice are just like no. I he can't sing. Own. We don't want him here. I take your organ. Well, Largo speech. couldn't sing either. That's true. Yeah. Wait, yeah. how about Invader Zim as the Repo Man oh. slash? <laughs> Can he sing? Uh, yeah. uh, does it matter? Does Richard Horvitz count as being able to sing? Ah. Uh. Oh, but you have another. You put another thought in my head, though. More organs means more human. No, you put another thought in my head. No. Uh, What if this whole thing was directed by Johann Vasquez? Okay. Um, it would still be probably very similar. Yeah. Correct. No. Alright, yeah, the dice are flipping me off right now, so... <laughs> I just want to go to yeah. sleep. Yeah. It's like, fuck no, this is alright. The dice are like, no. Yeah. Uh, oh, what a world this movie says, this is, though. It's it's definitely a dystopia that yeah. they end up in, because they don't specify what it is that causes organ failures across the world. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's after a pandemic, and you know millions are dead. It's like, hmm, this is starting to feel a little. Yeah, I felt a little, these, a little uneasy. Yeah. All these dystopias are starting to hit just yeah. a little bit close to home. Yeah, you kind of think that that was might be a QAnon theory in a few years. Who <laughs> oh, yeah. predicted it? Yeah. Oh, wait, what, what was the most recent QAnon Simpsons bullshit we heard about? Yeah. Is that still a thing? I thought we all moved on to Russia versus Ukraine. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because according to QAnon, uh, Russia, like Putin and Trump, are allies against the deep state. And that's the Ukraine is the deep state because Zelensky was an actor. And then before he was president. What? Yeah. Okay. That Ukraine, is true. Ukraine's president. Uh, uh, Zelensky. Um, I may be mispronouncing it, but he was like, it was like straight up like Man of the Year. Yeah. Like that kind of deal. He was an actor yeah. in a show about a comedian who got elected president. A teacher, he was, I think. Or, te- or a teacher. Or yeah, he yeah. got elected president. And then he got elected president. Yeah, that's what I But remember. he's doing, like, a fucking phenomenal job, like, basically telling Russia to go fuck themselves at he's this point, and it is beautiful. Yeah. He's like, I love the story about the snake, the, the soldiers on Snake Island. Yeah. yeah. Who, like, the, the battleship was coming in. Russian and, go fuck yourself. Yeah, the Ru- Russian battleship, go fuck yourselves. And they're <laughs> like, well, fine, shell the island. And I do want to point out that actually the English dub version of that, Servant of the People, yeah. is actually on Netflix right now. Oh, nice. 
So I've heard it's all right. It's something I'm very interested in. As I was watching another show, I don't think that popped up. I'm like, ooh, okay. Subtitles. Uh, apparently, it's English dubbed, but there's ah. 23 episodes. Um, although I am very intrigued to check this out. Um, not only just not a sheer tribute, but so be it. It just seemed kind of cool that one country actually had a TV star who became president and they did it right. And it, and it worked out. <laughs> yeah. So I, all right, I, found, I found the, okay, it probably isn't the newest QAnon lunacy, but it's my favorite one from recently. Yeah. That Joe Biden isn't really Joe Biden. He's Jim Carrey wearing a Biden suit. <laughs> what? <laughs> they think this. I think they're they pulling manatee balls. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the the best one that I had that actually my personal favorite is they thought JFK Jr. faked his death and was going to come back from the dead. They're still in Dallas. Yeah. The negative the, yeah. negative forty one yeah. is what they're called. It's a fucking cult. Yeah. And they fully believe that JFK uh, JFK Jr. Yeah. faked his death and he's gonna come back and he's and gonna run be with Trump. No, he's gonna no, he's just gonna be reinstated into the presidency and be Trump's vice president. Yeah. Like, okay, if what? If JFK Jr. were to come back, Trump's gonna be vice, if anything. Then the funny thing is when you and think of yeah. It's like it's just yeah. it is Utter fucking lunacy. Yeah. I think they just put Your a bunch boy of, lost. Yeah. I think a bunch of carry on. A bunch of uh, yeah. words into a hat. Yeah. And just shook them it's out. It's like they a literally just. A family guy joke. Yeah. Yeah, they just literally took a handful of like the fridge poetry and yeah. just flung it at the freezer door and just went with whatever came up. But here's the best part about that whole theory it's... he's going to reappear at the site where his dad was shot. Uh huh. And if you're going to reappear, why the fuck would you go there? I mean, it's the same kind of question as to why the the symbol of Catholicism <laughs> and Christianity is a cross. What part of Jesus' story would make you think he likes crosses? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I assume it's supposed to remind you of sacrifice, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then again, but like, away. If, we're, if we're supposed to be worshipping this whole thing and he's just like, guys, that was a bad moment. Like, yeah. Why would you pick that? Sir, what part of my story makes you think I like crosses? Yeah. Oh, me. Why do you have that hanging in my house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dad. Oh, God. Yeah. You eat half of me and drink my blood? What the fuck, man? You people are weird. Yeah. yeah. What the yeah. hell happened down here? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. People. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah. Icky. Uh, well, and on that note what's yeah. <laughs> next week so next week as we round out the month um, uh, I was asked to do this one and uh, we're going to break the machine um, again? yes Again? Yes. Um, obviously we broke the machine for this one too yes yeah. we did yes. but we're going to break it hard uh, okay. This one because uh, I was asked for this one by uh, by someone who has asked us to do another one because uh, he's the one who asked us to do Spinal Tap. Okay. So, uh, my coworker Larry. Hi, Larry. Uh, hello, Larry. Um, we're going to do Rock of Ages. Okay. Rock of Ages. Okay. Yes. Good. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's Russell, in, Russell Brand in a role where you don't want to strangle him. Yeah. yeah. I'm hmm. not sure Russell. who that is. 
That's oh, okay. you'll, you'll know. When you um, see him, you'll remember. It's, but it's ah. another one where everybody in the movie sings their own songs. Including Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. She has a great voice. Mm-hmm. She was in mm-hmm. Chicago. She did mm-hmm. her own songs on that one, too. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise sings his own, you know, sings <laughs> his own songs. <laughs> Stacy Jacks. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, All so right, that'll finish. be next week, yeah. uh, right before my birthday. So I remembered his name. Yep. I'm so proud. <laughs> yep. So yeah, right, so, so that'll be next week. So that was this week's. All right. So and since I was leading this one, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll lead the we'll charge. Round it out. So yeah. uh, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Take care of yourselves. Be good, but don't be too good.